Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Boom Boom Room. You're kicking in with your girl V, and I'll be your host for tonight. I promise to give you guys an experience of a lifetime, so make sure the kids are tucked in, grab your headphones and lotion, because we about to get busy. Now, before you enter the Boom Boom Room, I just need you to do one thing for me. Taking a deep breath of fresh air and exhale all the bullshit from this week, last week, and the week to come because you just entered a carefree zone where no fucks is given. Okay, now before I jump into the motivational quote for this evening, I like to say, God damn. I am back. Shit, this feels fucking good. Just hearing the intro roll off my tongue, I'm just like, I'm so excited. Y'all, I miss this shit. I ain't gonna even much lie. It has been a busy year thus far. I had to take a little minute to step away to get my living arrangements in order. I am leaving the state. I'm leaving my city. H-Town for life, okay? I'll be back. But I got to go. <laughs> so I needed some time to just get things in order for that. My birthday came. Uh, I had birthdays in the family with my children. So it was just a lot going on. And I like to give y'all all of me, okay? And I couldn't do that with all that shit going on. So now that I got shit situated and I'm back organized in order and prepared to push forward, I am here and ready for y'all. <laughs> Back and I'm better, okay? Jumping right into the motivational quote for this evening. It goes a little something like this. You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. Maya Angelou. Snaps fucking fingers oh my goodness that quote s speaks volumes for me and i hope it does for you guys too okay i hope all my little quotes do okay because the motivational quotes not only for me i mean not only for y'all but they're for me too and i just love doing that anyway oh before i jump into the topic for this evening guys i do promise to be more consistent okay y'all should get at least one episode from your girl out the week there may be weeks where i do a bonus little episode where i'm just feeling like a little swansanious and i just want to drop something in there but for the most part y'all will get at least one episode a week i haven't decided on what days i'm going to release the episode but we'll we'll get there y'all okay tiana taylor bear with me please all right jump into the topic jumping into the topic for this evening does size matter now to a lot of women this question is fucking easy hell yeah it does and true enough us women love a man with some inches in the pants okay Hey, say, Lusa's Meg said it best. If he ain't hanging, he ain't banging. Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. Up until a few weeks ago, I lived by that shit. I refused to give the cookie away to a nigga, or man, I should say, that dick didn't even go past his balls. Like, in my head, you childish as fuck walking around with that little baby dick. Like, there has to be something you can take to put some inches on that thing. But hear me out. 
Hear me out, ladies. There comes a time in life where you realize the only time a man's penis size matter is when dick is all he has to offer. I've dealt with a man I was madly in love with, okay? I mean, insanely, literally, because he was dicking me down regularly, and those 11 inches did the body good, <laughs> okay? But then I start to realize when he wasn't laying inside me or digging inside a bitch treasure box, I was left unfulfilled, lonely, emotionally detached, confused, and fucking hungry. Why, you ask? Because he was involved with multiple women. Only money he had was from other women he was fucking and doing lived. He was emotionally detached and didn't know how to love himself, let alone love me. And to top it off, if I wasn't paying, we wasn't eating. Like, ew. And then you have men with smaller penises. Now, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, these men seem to be able to satisfy you more than just in the bedroom. I think they feel like they have to work harder than the ones that are blessed with big dicks. And I agree. They do. Okay. Y'all know we love a big dick and our kings, our men, they know it too. So with that in mind, the ones who aren't packing have to bring their A game. They know how to whine and dine you. They love to talk. They respond to texts, call you back, and they pay for dinner all the time. And they're fucking spontaneous. And there's nothing more seductive than a man that knows when to pull your panties off or to the side <laughs> and eat that pussy. Whether you're doing dishes or dead sleep. Whether it's at a red light or a stop sign. Hell, I even think the man with smaller dicks give better head because they need that backup plan in case all else fails. And I ain't mad at it. <laughs> Sir, by all means. Okay, deep sea diving head first. Goddamn. Let me tell y'all, I turned 27 a few weeks ago and I've noticed my perception of an ideal man has slowly but aggressively started to change. Here's the thing. You can meet a man that possess every single quality you're looking for, but when it comes time for you to be intimate, okay, go to pound town, as I should say, as I say, uh, the dick isn't what you expected, expected it to be, but he will still take those three inches and fuck you better than any man has ever. But here's the trick, ladies. Remove those expectations. Yes, I said expectations. And allow the mind to wonder. Connect with your partner before actually connecting with him, okay? Allowing him access to your mind so that he can caress that motherfucker and penetrate it. And I'm talking raw. You hear me? Be more open to spontaneous situations. If y'all at the Cheesecake Factory, accidentally drop your fork or some shit. And when he goes under the table to grab it, show him him that that kitty meow is the bear underneath that mini skirt and hell while he's down there might as well let him eat his dessert before dinner okay and fellas y'all too don't be so quick to try and fuck on her especially when you know you're struggling okay get to know her get to know what she likes and don't like her favorite hobby and pastime activities what music she likes to listen to and really dig deep and i'm talking physically and mentally because you gonna need to <laughs> i want you to really make love to her mind build a solid connection laugh together cry together be emotional just be emotionally avail available because that alone is rare to find in a man and when the time comes invite some toys in the bedroom 
just to help you out a little bit, you know? Most men with big dicks are too cocky to even bring a vibrator or an ass plug into the bedroom because in his head, he dominates the pussy without it. But a vibrator never hurt nobody. So bring that motherfucker because it will increase your chances of pleasing your partner. So guys, to end this discussion, I want to say, ladies, gentlemen, a relationship is deeper than flesh. If you really want to be pleased, if you really want the kind of sex to make the hair on the back of your neck stand up and keep your toes curled for days, build a bond, connect with your partner, show him or her that you have way more to offer than your dick or your juicy fruit. Let her know that her pussy isn't the only thing you're trying to make love to. And then, and then you show her. (laughs) Oh shit. I think that's by far my favorite topic. I feel like it is a fucking mature topic and only, only a real woman, a real man would understand where your girl is coming from. Now, I'm getting into the sex position of the week because y'all know I got to give y'all one to encourage y'all to stay busy, stay active inside the bedroom. I don't give a damn how busy you are, guys. Take out a time in the day, one day this week, bend over. And let your man hit it soggy style because that is the position for this week. I may not be a huge fan of dogs, but I don't mind imitating one. Okay, face down, ass up. Ladies, when your man comes home from a long day of work and he gets into that shower, the first fucking thing he should see when he enters the bedroom is that pretty smile. And I'm not talking about the lips that has teeth in between them. Now, y'all know how I love to fill y'all up before I go. So I have a little snacky snack for you. This story comes from my book titled The Forbidden Fruit. It is available for purchase on Amazon.com, subtitled Nymphos Only. This is the second story in the book. This story is titled The Christmas Party. The waitress was on her second round of pass-outs, and Bella was on her third glass of Hennessy by the time an hour had passed, and there was still no sight of Anthony. See, this motherfucker knows what he's doing, I said, as I fronted a fake smile for my nosy co-workers that sat near. Mm-hmm, he sure the fuck does. Her response told me all I needed to know as I looked up from my glass of wine. There he was, standing there, as if he owned the place. Look at his ass. Who the fuck does he think he is? I said underneath my breath, assuring I didn't break a sweat. I'll be damned if I let his ass see me pressed. Damn, girl. You sure you don't want to hit that one last time? I mean, just look at him. Bella said, and I did just that. I stared at Anthony as if he was the only person in the room. I hated how attracted I was to him, but damn, he was fine. As he stood there surrounded by peers engaging in what seemed to be delightful conversation, I couldn't help but admire his sharp appearance. The all-black Versace suit he wore went well with his mocha complexion. His beautiful smile was extremely contagious. His eyes were honey-brown and breathtaking, and his low-cut fade made him resemble Michael B. Jordan. Anthony stood about 6'6", so his cockiness came naturally, and his broad shoulders only enhanced it. Hello? Bella said, as she rest her head on my shoulder. I need some water, she continued. 
water i'll get you some water just stay here save my seat save our seats i said immediately jumping at the opportunity that had presented itself as i walked over to the boy i wondered what i would say once anthony approached me as i knew he would bottle of water please i said to the bartender as he stared at me with a with a raised eyebrow here you go beautiful the bartender said passing me the bottle of water with a lustful look in his eyes I grabbed the water and turned to walk away, ignoring his desperate attempt to come on to me. When I made it back to the table, Bella's ass was on the dance floor along with the other office freaks who could care less that the owner of the company were just a few feet away. This bitch. I knew exactly what Bella had tried to do, and when she looked back and winked at me, it confirmed that I was right. Unfortunate for both she and I, Anthony could care less that I was in attendance, and Viola's ass made sure of it. Come dance with me. Bella said, pulling at my arm. You know damn well I'm not about to get on that dance floor, Belle. I hissed with a nasty look on my face. Ugh, well, excuse me, Miss Thing, she said and then whispered. Don't let V get to you. She knows Anthony's yours. She then placed a kiss on my cheek and lightly smacked my ass and proceeded to the dance floor. When I looked over at the bar, Thomas nor Viola were there. Ugh, he probably took her, took that bitch to the bathroom. I thought and immediately got sick to my stomach. As I headed for the ladies' room, I noticed the famous Viola now in Mr. Whitaker's face. And by the way she was pulling at his tie, I could tell he would be her next attempt. I decided against the multi-stall and went into the handicap stall instead. That way I could sulk in peace. It only took a couple seconds for Anthony to enter the bathroom after I had. Excuse me, occupy. I couldn't even finish my sentence before he had taken my breath away. His cologne filled my nose and brought back memories, and my pussy instantly became wet. When he locked the door, I knew he and I would no longer be guests of the Christmas party, but instead enjoying our own. As he stood there staring at me, as if I was going to be his last supper, my nerves began to peek its ugly head. I reached for the door, and before my hand could grip the handle, Anthony grabbed me by my neck, staring through my soul, and kissed me with enough passion to satisfy a hundred women. I was speechless as I allowed him to take advantage of my craving for him, as he threw me up against the wall, placing soft kisses on my exposed breast, gripping my ass with one hand and caressing my body with the other. He quickly made his way down to my garden and removed the red-hot G-string I wore just for him and started eating my forbidden fruit. I moaned from the sensation. Ah, please no. Baby, yes. I was confused. Just minutes ago, this man acted as if I hadn't acted as if he had known we were in the same room, and now he was diving head first in my pussy. I began to feel the mixtures of my juices and his saliva dripping down my right leg as my left rested on his shoulder. I grabbed his neck and, and allowed my head to fall back as my pussy began to beat just as fast as my heart. Now I know you didn't think I would let you go unnoticed, did you? He asked, not taking an eye off my treasure box, licking and gently sucking on my hardened pearl. Oh, Anthony, what are you doing to me? I said, completely ignoring the question he had asked. I'm giving you exactly what you want. He responded with his lips still attached to my pussy. I could hear him unraveling something, but I was too close to my climax to even give a damn. Oh, fuck. There it is. Keep licking that pussy, daddy. Oh, baby, don't stop. I moaned, not caring that I not caring that I might be the first one in line at the unemployment office the next morning. 
again that is the christmas party it is the second story inside of my book titled the forbidden fruit subtitle nymphos only it is available for purchase on amazon.com all right you sexy motherfuckers it's been a pleasure kicking it with you and i'm going to leave y'all with a smooth melody for the night and this one is by usher and it's titled can you handle it so fellas Grab your woman by the waist, lift her chin and look her directly in the eyes and ask her, can you handle it if I go there, baby, with you? Until next time, be blessed and never stress. Peace.